0: Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network.
0: The Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. But you didn't come for me. You came for D. So on the line right now, he is the team captain. He is the president. He is the founder of Team Kara, it seems like, after that clip we just saw from the Vendetta's reunion that will air in its entirety tonight. Mr. Derek Kaczynski, what's up, dude?
2: Hi, my name is Derek. I'm a professional asshole, uh, and I'm back on Challenge Mania. I wonder how many people are like annoyed, like, you know, like every now and then I'll listen to like a radio station and I'll be like, Oh God, he sounds like such a douchebag. Why am I even listening to this? So I wonder how many people actually think like me and you sound like assholes. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, you
1: kidding? Tons.
2: <laughs> They're like, God, I can't take it when he does this. I can't take it when this one does that. Um, and then like, Uh, My biggest pet peeve is when people are like, why are you picking this guest? Why are you doing that guest? Isn't that the best? Isn't it when someone
1: sends a really nice, polite email that's like, hey, just to let you guys know, love your show, been listening to every episode, but not a huge fan of this guest, just want to let you know. It's like, come on, guys. Come on. It's a show. We're going to have guests that some of them are going to be your favorites. Some of them are going to be not your favorites. Maybe the people you hate the most, but that's what a show that brings in a a, a rolling Rolodex of guests does. You're not going to love all of them. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. People... Who hit us up with that? But D, to answer your question, yes, there's tons of people who hate you, who hate me even more because we bring in such quality guests that some people have no choice but to listen to our show. You know, there yeah, are people who hate you. Yeah, I even hate you. There are days where I hate myself. <laughs> um, but but it's funny because we, you know, we bring on such quality guests most of the time. Sometimes people feel like we don't, but we feel like all our guests are quality guests, and a lot of the listeners out there sometimes they listen for the guests, so they're like, man, I can't take how much Scott Yeager says comes out in droves. Every Every time he talks about how many people uh, wrote in questions, he says in droves. I hate it. Every time he says that, I cringe. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's my go-to. Some people say I hate every time Derek brings up him and Joss. I cringe. I cringe. But guess what? It was a legendary elimination, folks. We're going to bring it up. It was the coolest thing yeah. that happened on the challenge this year. Get over it, guys. <laughs> Get over it. Um, and,
2: you know, here's my, here's, here's my favorite one with that one that,
1: that we ne- we've
2: never discussed because we've only kind of discussed, like, how uh, – how, how like barbaric it was, you know, or in depth. Like when Joss came on, like dude, we talked about how how barbaric it was. It really was. And 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 my response on the on the reunion, I don't feel like I got my full response out because I just feel so humbled by you know by by being able to like experience something like that and being part of something like a, a UFC fight. Like like I watched Karate Hadi do the other day. You know, like I watch how these fighters fight, and I fucking love it. That's what I love about the challenge. But well, we all know that's not what it's all about. Uh, for example, you were sort of alluding to the clip, or you were just watching the clip, Scott, of um, me and Jordan going at it. Um, at the reunion, which will be out tonight. It's what everyone was
1: talking about all weekend was the challenge leaking this clip that you teased on the show last week. And let me be honest with you, D. So last week you were like, just to let you know, just going to tease this. I think there's something that's going to go down on the the episode next week. And I was actually kind of nervous because you didn't, you know, you don't know. They haven't told you. They didn't send you an email to say, just to let you know, this is definitely making the episode. You were just so confident in what went down that you were like, they'll probably insert this in the episode. I'm like sitting here kind of worried, like, what if this doesn't air and everyone's like D where was your big moment but no not only is it probably (laughs) going to air not only is it probably going to air but they ran it on Twitter this weekend it blew up uh, and, you know, you mentioned it casually. Instagram. I think everyone is, it's on Instagram, it's on Twitter. Uh, you know, I retweeted it, that tweet blew up. It, everyone's talking about it because it kind of combines a lot of different things here. And it's you and Jordan who are both brought on as mercenaries to s- sort of sit in the back on this couch and chirp in like those two Muppets in the theater. Um, but Jordan kind of yeah. gets on Car Maria, which is something we've discussed with both Cara and I believe him on this show and who a lot of the fans are are constantly discussing their feud and the way that Jordan calls her out and maybe the way he kind of speaks to women in general on the show. And then you stand up for Kara, um, literally stand up. You literally stand up. Uh, Jordan calls you out and almost threatens you. Um, You... uh, you, You and some of the best use of foul language I've heard in, you know, since a Dirty Harry movie are just saying, you know, she could do that if she fucking wants to. She wants to walk around like that if she fucking wants. And to be honest with you, I started getting flashbacks to, like, the all-time greatest episodes of Jerry Springer or Maury Povich. Like, stuff was about to go down. And then, of course, it ends with Kara who self admittedly in this clip says that she has some of the, the the least amount of confidence of anyone on the show and then begins to break down crying and Johnny bananas like a white knight swoops in and hugs her to close out this perfectly rounded two minute clip that the challenge MTV, Twitter and Instagram have shared with us and blessed us with. So D the star of this, the Maximus Aurelius of this clip, if you will, um, Walk us through whatever you can here I know that we're so, probably gonna see more so, of this but yeah so, how did this come about
2: so who so who's the so who's the the, the white Knight again was it Johnny bananas well I you're think the max you're the, the no
1: well I said no he's the guy who kind of swoops in for like the closing moment where because you're in the back obviously you're standing up for Car yeah. Maria verbally yeah. and we're, and you know we're from ready afar to fight. like me, yeah.
2: and, me and Jordan I think he said something like I will drag you and I was all up Yes, I was he does say that. that I just
1: rewatched oh. this thing like the Sapruder film ladies and gentlemen Ding, <laughs> take a shot um, I just, you know I just rewatched this thing because I want to be able to quote it and there's so much interesting stuff here The Miz even as a host is sort of coming in with a little bit of you know I don't want to call it hate for Car Maria but he's saying that Cara does kind of walk around with the air of confidence and then Cara defends herself by saying that no she actually lacked confidence and then the audience and when I say the audience I mean the other fellow cast members all sort of gang up up on her and you just kind of emerge and just like literally stand up and impose over everyone this loud yeah. proclamation that she can do what she wants she's done enough on this show she's done 11 seasons in a row she's made six finals i forget exactly what you say but Definitely standing up for Cara Maria, which she needed, because in this moment, you can hear the chirping. You can hear the Maries in the crowd. You can hear Jordan, obviously, just as loud as you. And then Johnny, who's right next to her, who doesn't say anything, but does comfort her there at the end and bring her in for that hug. So that's what I was saying. He's not hes not necessarily... You're clearly the knight of this clip in Shining Armor, but he's the one, since he's next to her in proximity-wise, that brings her in for that closing hug to really put a bow on this thing. So shouts to Bananas to make himself the star of literally everything. But, um, but yeah, so talk, <laughs> talk to me about this. So you and Jordan... I don't know how much you can say without you think you're giving away too much behind the scenes. But, you know, you guys shot for an entire day. So you're sitting next to Jordan all day. And I'm sure you guys are kind of chumming it up, maybe laughing a little bit. You're on the same – know, you're both mercenaries. You're there for the same common goal. At what portion of the day did this thing happen? This is later.
2: This is later. And and let me just tell you that. Like I just wasn't ha- – I just wasn't going to have it. You know, we were going from, you know, the, the – you know, ask, miss saying that um, – I miss saying that I looked like I was in a car accident, and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that was nothing. It was pretty cool, you know." Um, I wish I would have called. I wish I would have. I wish I would have told them how I really felt, but um, I didn't get to do that. And what? Because I, I kind of get put on the spot, you know. And like, I've been getting so many accolades over the past couple of months. On like, "Hey, that was awesome." Hey, that was awesome. Top two eliminations of all time. It just and gets tiring, head, doesn't it, D? Hey, you know, I'm, you get kind of sick of it. it the only no, you just it's it's not sick of it. It's like it's it's a more of like know, uh, d- as much the, the extreme amount of appreciation that I, I can give was thank you because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I you know I I like I almost wished that I would. Have, <laughs> I, first of all, I'm just happy that my son was able to experience and watch his dad do that. Okay, and then second of all, I was half tempted to call out Nelson that day. And be like, <laughs> I wish they would have just fed me Nelson right afterwards. You know, but, like, he was so nice that morning.
1: and French um, toast. French toast. You guys bonded God, it over that French toast. Yeah. So,
2: like, it really took away what I wanted to say to him based on the clip, based on the little the, – the Twitter, the, the back-and-forth Twitter uh, beef that we had that went back and forth that, uh, you know – uh, that I thought I... thought I. And just to, I let me just
1: take a, a moment to use this as a segue because to everyone out there who thinks that a lot of you guys do this just for camera's sake, you guys do this to kind of force feuds and stuff, you went in there thinking, hey, man, I might call out Nelson at this reunion, but that morning the dude was so nice over your ex-Benedict yeah. that you were like, I can't do uh, it. You know what I mean? No, I- he literally sat with me at
2: breakfast. I mean, though, you know, in, in, in backstage at the reunion, you know, hey, D, what's up? He's putting his arm on me, and i was just
3: like, what?
2: We had this, like, Twitter – we had, we went back and forth on Twitter, um, which, of course, I won. And then he congratulated me on the Joss fight. And so I was just, like – it's still, like, oh, still – because he kind of called me out on TV. And I was still, like, oh, I'm going to fucking get him back, you know? Um and then he just was just like, But just for overly... all the people out
1: there who think that you guys go in there with these canned sort of <laughs> I, planned feuds. No, I, because yeah. if anything, that was yeah. something you thought, hey, this is well, my moneymaker right here. And he was so nice to you, you were like, nah, can't do it. But then Jordan yeah, obviously we, swoops in for the win here and, and gives you something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jordan takes over. And you know, in my dumbass, like going back to the going back in, in, back in time, you know, I've gotten into it with 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 people. I don't like to do it. I like to tell people. I, I don't like to, I don't like to get into fights, but when I do, I really, really enjoy it, you know? So for example, like, um, you know, when I get pushed to the limit and we get to, uh, you know, a war of words, like, um, I, I don't necessarily like putting people down, but once I get pushed and pushed and pushed, like I will fucking thrash your ass. Okay. And, um, and, and that sort of happens
1: What's what's great about um, this is, I mean, look, look, but this isn't as simple as like you just like trying to put down Jordan or you trying to start shit with Jordan. Jordan is coming at Kara. And in the process, you start to defend Kara. He then pivots to saying he'll smash you or whatever he says. And then, of course, now it's your turn to respond to that. So you're not just some buffoon picking a fight at the reunion. You, to me, are standing up for Kara, someone who admittedly sometimes needs people to be by her side. I mean, look, it's funny to hear that from her because she's such a popular cast member. We certainly hear it when we have her on the show You know, I joked at the top of the show You're the pre- president of Team Kara," But there's about a million of those And if you are a, a member of Team Cara You can go to the Challenge Mania shop And get your Team Cara gear That's a quick segue there Free shipping through April 22nd But we both love Kara. Kara has done more on this show Than most female competitors have At least in the last decade And yet she still does suffer from having a little bit of You know, what, what's the word? She, a, a lack of self-confidence And, you know, people, cast members think That she walks around like her shit doesn't stink to coin a phrase. But then you see this when everyone's ganging up on her and she breaks into tears. She does need someone like you there to have her back, D. And you've done seasons with her before. You know her. You know her personally. And you weren't gonna let this this mob mentality kind of break out. Cause to me, it was hard to watch. I mean it's hard to watch a girl like there who you know a girl like that who you know has become the face of the franchise and has so much success. But then when she has people left and right calling her out and when she starts to defend herself you can hear it in her voice that you know she does feel alone and you know you helped her not feel alone. And that's why I think everyone who saw that clip and responded to us on social media uh, loved you for it. You got a lot of props for it. And kudos to you, D, for making the most out of every single minute you've had on this season. You come in as a mercenary during the season, and then you come in as a mercenary on this reunion and have this great moment that, to be honest with you, sure comes out as a little self-serving for you because everyone's talking about you. But you did it honestly, and I wholeheartedly believe this, to defend Cara Maria because you felt she deserved it and deserved to have someone have her back. So, yeah, very yeah, so,
2: cool. so So, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, these things are, are, hard, are hard to plan. You know what I mean? Unless you are someone that has done this season after season, I'm not as seasoned anymore. You know, had I been doing this for the last, like, eight years, yeah, maybe I'd have some, like, come up with some, like, one-liners, before I go on my interview or or, or time out, like, Hey, I know at some point Mike's going to ask me about this elimination, get a good one-liner in there because that's, that's about all the time you're going to have.
1: I wish I would have helped you with that. I wish I would have written one for you. I'm not going to lie.
2: Well, for me, for me, like I just, I've never been like that. And, uh, and and just stuff just continues to seem to happen. uh, You know, when I'm there, I mean, before I got casted on the show, Um, One of the things I would say is and I would just say it like with my arms just like out, out, out to my sides, up in the air. And I would say drama, drama surrounds me and trouble, trouble follows me and drama surrounds me or or maybe vice versa. Drama surrounds me and trouble just follows me. And that's just something like I maybe it's not something that. Like I'm proud of. It's just something that looms and continues to loom throughout my life, even back before I even got on the shows. Because these are the words I was using to get casted. Uh, I mean, to get casted. Like, hey, I don't want to be on Road Rules or Real World. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, uh, you know, that I think those words say a lot. And you know, some people like that. Ah, oh, Derek's boring. Why do you bring him back? You know what I mean? I hate Derek. He's boring. Whatever the fuck. It just, it just, it's happened. So like. So, like someone like You know People picking on people And like You know I'm not gonna use the word bully Okay Because that We all know that That word can go fucking flying I don't think it, this was that jo- I don't I'm Listen, not gonna use that word either, To describe this either, scenario No No me, me neither But like Jordan is getting A lot of fucking shit Like on social media right now You know what I mean Maybe he should come on. He does have a movie he's promoting right now. Well, maybe, that's what we got, know, maybe we, we got a lot of questions, D.
1: We got a lot of questions on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Challenge Mania Podcast. We got a lot of questions on Twitter at M T V at Shada Yeager. People want to know about this incident. Tell us as much as you can, being that the rest is Aaron tonight. Well, but people want to know, D. People want to know if this was a collaboration on you and Jordan's part to, to, to <laughs> brew up to brew up some stew here so you guys are cast <laughs> together on the next Vendettas arrivals or, or whatever. Yeah. D- yeah, you, why don't you clear the air here? Jordan didn't text you the night before and say, I'm going to be a dick tomorrow. <laughs>
2: no, we were actually we were actually at some point, and uh, I think he actually goes after some of the Are You the One kids, and Tori's sitting next to him, and she gets up and she's like, oh, fuck. You know, I can't be a part of this. I'm Are You the One, and we literally swap seats. So I don't know if you're going to see that tonight or not. Um, but he, he doesn't end, he, he doesn't, you know, he comes out firing a couple times and yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm back there being a fucking complete asshole too, because our job is basically to call bullshit. You know what I mean? So whatever, whatever sparks, you know, our, our minds, like these, these minds that we have, these minds that were chosen by, you know, by these producers, um, that say, Hey, We're going to make these guys the peanut gallery and we're going to let them fucking play challenge police or call bullshit because we think these guys are are good for it. And we're sitting back there fucking heckling. I think there will be more heckling um, on this finale than from our end than, you know than you guys saw in the first part. So, well, yeah, I mean, um, I, I think
1: a lot of people after that first part were like, do we even watch the second part? And I think thanks to you and Jordan, which is something you guys didn't plan ahead of time, I think now everybody's going to watch the second part because yeah. that clip alone uh, sold us on, tom- on tonight's hour. And I can't wait to see an extended version of that because that was the most heat that we saw out of anything last week or or in these last few weeks of the show, to be honest with you. So very interesting stuff. All right. someone Is it, watched- it, re-
2: is it really that big of a deal? I mean, yeah, dude. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it, so from, so from my perspective, um, you know, I'm standing up for, for, for what's right in, in general, you know what I mean? Call, call it what you want. I mean, um, I just, that's something I will typically tend to the person, uh, or side with the person that's getting picked on. I, maybe it's like, you know what I mean? We're always rooting for the underdog and, and, you know, on the, on the, uh, you know, in any competition, you know, like you're always kind of cheering for the underdog, and and you know, in this in this point, like you're just not gonna pick on fucking Cara, someone that I just ran a final with and lost with. Like I owe her, you know what I mean? You got I fucking grinded that final out with her, and we fucking lost, dude. And, like, so and who'd for, you lo- and who'd you
1: lose to If, if I don't I lost, uh, the,
2: I, lost to the, I lost to the asshole sitting next to me
1: Yeah It's a very poetic <laughs> To be honest with you It's a very poetic And very perfectly scripted Which is why I think Some people think it's a little too perfect But it's one of those things where I mean look You you have this great storyline From Dirty 30 playing out Because you have you sticking up For who you came in second with Against the guy who beat you Who has this lasting sort of You know Vendetta I guess if you will With Kara Who is this perfect icon dichotomy of both the favorite, she's a favorite. You'd be remiss to ever not pick her to win one of these things yet she's also the underdog you know what i mean she's got this underdog story this narrative and a personality she's got more the personality of the underdog than the favorite she doesn't walk around like laurel you know what i mean she doesn't walk around even like you know a nicer version of laurel like emily Schramm. kara does doubt herself a little bit which is crazy for someone as talented as her but also lines it up to to have someone like you need to have her back in a situation like this let me bang through some of these questions because we got to call our special guest our guest on the podcast today folks is our our special guest at challenge mania live new york city live from carolines on broadway saturday june 2nd the tickets are going fast at challenge live and once we unveil her they will probably sell out so head over to challenge live now as soon as you're hearing this because when she comes on the show we're officially breaking the news she will be joining myself and derek and mark long on stage which i think once we add her officially we'll have three champs on the stage so we'll have just as many champs on our stage as they do on chance versus stars but i digress um Here's a question for you right now. Oh um, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. Before we keep going, I got thought on my mind. So he says I will drag you. Yes. And then what is my reaction? What is my reaction?
1: Go and drag me, I believe. Or uh are you you know, what'd you what you say? You said something like, I mean, you I basically. I think I
2: smiled and I said try it. Yeah, try. Why don't you try it? I, right. I, I think I I think I think I would I would welcome the drag session or the the um that type of matchup. So uh I would enjoy it myself. People, but A lot of anyway. people asking
1: us, a lot of people asking us, does this mean he won't be coming on the podcast again or anytime soon? Look, I think you agree with me. Uh, I'd love to have him on the show to talk about this with you um, because I think there's a lot left unsaid here.
2: Well, well here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, this is what Challenge Mania is. I can't sit here and be like, oh, I'm not going to talk to this guy because we got drama inside the challenge. Oh, I'm not going to – listen, what happens is you get into the challenge and it's a whole different monster. Okay. Challenge Mania is essentially the radio station for the challenge at this point, you know, until we get shut down or something happens. I don't know. But at this point, people are coming on We're We're filling in the gaps. And like, you know, whether me and him have beef or not, like, you know, you come on my show. I'm going to promote whatever you have going on. And same thing we did with Karate Hottie. I don't talk to Karate Hottie. Michelle Watterson, who was on Champs vs. Stars. To be fair, though, she uh could
1: drag you around. That's, you know one actually, That's one person who I could. That's one person who could drag you around.
2: Listen, dude. When I was watching her get ready for her match uh, on Saturday night, I was like, "Dude, I wonder how if me and her wrestled, like how how it would go down." You know, because I still because I, I she's probably she's world class. I am just. You know, she could probably put me, I don't know submissions, you know what I mean? But, like, if we just, like, rolled, you know what I mean, or whatever they call it. She would beat you,
1: yes, rolling in jujitsu. jitsu She would beat you in any type of, of martial arts, for sure, 100%.
2: Just saying, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying it'd be interesting. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. You don't gotta
2: put me down, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm not putting you down. I'm putting <gasps> uh, the karate hottie Michelle Waterson up. Congratulations <laughs> to her for winning that fight. Um, yeah. We gotta, you know, before we call our special guest here, um, what is it do you think makes Jordan always come after Kara? From what you spend, the time spent with them on Dirty Thirty, any time you spend with them in extracurricular activities, and then of course at the reunion, what is it about the two of them that makes Jordan go after her? And do you think it's fair for someone like Jordan to go out? for someone like her.
2: I, I don't know. Maybe there's I maybe there's an underlying issue where uh Tori was almost you know him and him and Tori are good
1: friends. Tori was in that and final think, with you guys. Tori was in that final.
2: Yeah and I don't know if the you know the other girls, the other two girls in the final necessarily um were very nice to her in in the end. You know what I mean? Although I think that now they are they're they're good, but maybe you know, the the competition kicked in, the the um the, the scent of a woman maybe. I hope I don't get scolded for that, kicked in, you know what I mean? And um like the movie is, where Al Pacino is is plays. A, correct? Well is it's a movie correct? starring Al
1: Pacino where he plays a blind guy. What are you talking about, the scent of a woman?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, you know Does um, Jordan
1: have something against women? People have asked that, is Jordan a little bit of a chauvinist I, or a misogynist?
2: I'm not. I can't, you know, I can't enter uh, saying anything like that uh, I, I know Jordan on a different level I've hung out with Jordan uh, different times um, At the end of The reunion we were uh, I do have a picture of us Wrestling at the bar like, um, And I do believe I tried to Wrestle him outside in the street Well that's gotta uh, come out now You just tease
1: that, you better show that to us on social media How about on Instagram At Derek MTV At Jaeger underscore Scott You can only see
2: um, you can only see him with his arms around me and, but I was trying to take it outside, take it outside and, um, eventually Tori wouldn't let us do it. So this so, bled into um, the
1: evening after the reunion and onto uh, the streets. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my uh, God.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this is, yeah, after a couple, a couple more drinks two or three here or there, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, you know what, it, this, the, the, you know what I mean? This, 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 uh, finale is going to be explosive. Um. I don't know how the hell I got caught up
1: in the mix, but sometimes I do, and this is one of those moments. I'm gonna D, I'm gonna ask you some of these questions we got via Twitter at DerekMTV, at Shot of Jaeger, as well as at our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash challenge mania podcast. People got a ton of them, so let me know which ones you can and can't answer. But I think some most of these are in the safe zone. Uh, Renee says Jordan quote unquote apologized on Twitter to Kara. Did he apologize to you for telling you to uh, shut the fuck up, or that he would drag your ass again. So, uh, did you ever get a formal apology from Jordan, whether by text, social media, that night when you guys were at the bar? What gives?
2: No, 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 no. We don't do that. We don't do that. There's no. There's not going to be any apologies between me and him. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's just understood. You. He. He took one side. I took another. We had a debate. You know, it almost led to. Uh, you know, I mean, it would have been fun. I mean. You know, it, it, it led to some heated words and, uh, you know, how do I put this? Uh, what, what do you, what, what did they say? Um, apologize for saying he dragged me. I dude, That would have been, that would be awesome. I, I hope there is an attempt tonight. How about that? I hope there's an attempt tonight.
1: Yeah, we the clip cuts off when Johnny hugs Kara. To be clear, this fight could have broken out and D just doesn't want to tell us because he doesn't want to give it away. Tonight we will see it in its entirety. Maybe someone me, does get dragged. Let me just let me just tell you this continues to the after
2: after party, the after the show show. Did they film the after party this filmed. year? Oh, it was not filmed. Let's, no, 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 no. no. It's just a little private, you know what I mean, gathering where, you know, us schmoes get some drinks in
1: us and uh, our brains start act how they act on TV. Let me ask you what, at what point last year did you guys get informed that they were filming the after party, which we actually saw, we thought, I mean, at least me as a viewer thought that was really interesting. And that's where we had that famous moment where Tony tells Devin, Hey, let's go after some of these older folks and, and try to make a move here as the young bucks. And that's a clip we've seen over and over again, since they actually did play out that plan pretty well here this year, I think just from talking to some of you guys, a lot of you assume they might be doing that again. And then at some point you realize, okay, Hey, there's no real official after party, they're not filming it. At what point last year did you guys get the memo, hey, this thing's bleeding into the evening and we're doing a filmed sort of official after party? And at what point this year did you guys find out that wasn't the case?
2: Uh, well, they, they on the last season, they sort of told you maybe, I think they just came up with that maybe, you know, like uh, a few weeks before. I don't, you know what I mean? Something like we knew that afterwards we were going to, you know, that we're going to continue filming into the celebration, where if the celebration was for me, I mean, it would have been a fucking, you know what I mean? It would have been like fireworks in there. You know what I mean? Because I would have found fireworks on my way from the reunion to the, to the after party. I would have found fireworks and I would have been fucking shooting them off inside the bar. Some people might say you did
1: find fireworks in the form of Britney, but I'm just kidding. Uh, Go ahead. uh, uh,
2: Yes. in, in, In a way, yes, me and Britney did, Find some subtle fireworks. Happy birthday to
1: Brittany Nicole, by the way. I think it was Brittany's consolation birthday uh, prize. yesterday or today. So happy birthday, Brittany.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Brittany. Um And so I don't know what the question is, but I'm just blabbing No, the on question was, so
1: this year, when did you find out there's no filmed after party?
2: Yeah, we just didn't. We just didn't. I mean, if you don't get informed that we're going to film something, then... You know, you just assume that there's not. That was kind of rare. Like that was the first time they've ever done that. I'm surprised they didn't do it again. It worked season.
1: out. It worked out so well with with having that candid conversation.
2: They, yeah. You know. And they and and they and they missed they they missed the uh, you and Jordan wrestling. Um,
3: yeah.
2: The the uh, the where it was leading to. Yeah, they missed it. Cause had there been cameras rolling, Tori may have let it happen. Because it was just like out in the street at the end of the night. You know what I mean? Who says you only do these things awesome.
1: for the cameras? Liz Fleming has a follow up. She says, Do you think Jordan's <laughs> apology to Cara was genuine? The one we saw on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it?
2: Yeah, I do. I, I just, I think, I think Jordan just, he, I don't know. I just, it seems like he can't help himself. And it just comes out, you know, like a lot of us on the show. Uh, we just, you know. Our opinions just come out. We, you're know, like, what the fuck, huh? Like, where did Derek just come from? Like, we, same thing. Where did Jordan come from? Wait, wait, what the fuck? Where did Derek come from? You know, like, what's going on here? They're supposed to be they're mercenaries. They're on the same team, right? Like, they're up on stage together. They're supposed to be teaming up against everyone else, not against each other. I mean, how did that happen? You know, so uh, was his apology sincere? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, maybe we get him on the pod and, 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 and get his true thoughts and see how this all plays out. And um, you know, we're going to see how, how this all yeah. plays out
1: tonight. Yeah, that answers your question, Kristen Hagen. Thanks for the question. She wants to know if this – does this mean he won't be on the yeah, pod anytime you know, I soon? I think we that, should have him on.
2: Yeah, and I told him to shut the fuck up. He told me to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, there's any apologies there. Like it's – it just is what it is. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, here's a, another one from Twitter at DerekMTV at Shot of Jaeger. Um, Matt wants to know how much of the reunion was set aside for shitting on Kara? Is it just because she's so good at the game that people are jealous of her and he doesn't get the hatred? And now, does Derek have a vendetta? I think he means with Jordan.
2: I mean, you can look at it however you want to look at it. It's, uh, you know what I mean? Um, competitively, like we, um, competitively, we. Um, you know, we we went at it. You know, first second place um, on on the uh, whatever the hell dirty thirty, and you know, you can carry that over as a rivalry, as a you know. That's more of a respectful. How, how,
1: that's more of a respectful competition, though. This felt like right? more of a yeah. vendetta. But this
2: you know, and tonight gets a little heated. I'm gonna let you guys be the judge after you see it.
1: Yeah, no, I love that we got to see so much in that one clip that everyone's talking about. Um, that I watched at least five times. Um, that, but, but it seems like from what I gather, from the way you're teasing it, is that there's more. You know, it's like, but wait, there's more. So, so if we tune in tonight, which I think we're all doing now, thanks to you guys, there's actually more that we don't see. This clip does not end with that hug from Johnny Bananas, and I can't wait to see what that is. We're not going to find out here, folks. Unfortunately, as good as I am, I'm not going to get Derek to break confidentiality and. Sports. Oil too much stew but I don't even want it to I want to tune in and watch this thing live with you guys and Derek and I'll be talking about it on our patreon bonus episode commentary we always do that over at patreon.com slash mania. You can also get that at challengemaniapodcast.com. And that's where, in addition to these two podcasts we do on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, we do bonus episode commentaries. We're going to be breaking down shows like Champs vs. Stars, X on the Beach. That's where we run some some of the uh, extra content. If an interview goes too long, we have to trim it a little bit. We might throw it up there. I threw up about 10 extra minutes of our uh, Cyrus interview over at the Patreon. And then there's also fun goodies that you can get by contributing to the show and becoming a patron. I won't bore you with those here, but some exclusive merch. You can actually come on the podcast. That's right. There are certain tiers that if you participate at a certain tier, your award is you get to come on the podcast. So coming up in the next few weeks, a few months, you're going to be hearing D and I interview some of our patrons. We're going to find out how they became fans of the show, who their favorite competitors are. They're going to get to ask us whatever they want. And we'll we'll partner those up with full-on interviews too. But those people have been dying to come on the show. We get that question a lot. How can we come on the podcast? Is there any way you'd have me on the podcast? Here's my pitch for how I approach the podcast. But guess what? The easiest way, there are certain patron rewards that get you on the podcast. Other fun stuff like VIP treatment at a Challenge Mania Live, which as you know, our guest today is going to be one of our special guests over at Challenge Mania Live NYC. A couple of our patrons are coming out to that. Also, as I said, exclusive merchandise, thank you calls from d um, and a, a custom comic book style drawing of you on a challenge or on the podcast or whatever you want. That's right. Um, that's really cool. So some really cool stuff over at the Patreon site. And uh, that's where some of our most dedicated and loyal listeners like to go. They have full on conversations over there. That's where we take special questions. We do special Q&As, ask D anythings, ask me anythings. And we also have a meet the patron podcast over there where we interview our patrons for patrons only as well. Um, you
2: didn't let me answer about Cara. You didn't let me answer about Cara and why I
1: think people are going after her. Yes, good point. Right, that's bad, what you want Bad know. hosting on my part. How much of this reunion was set aside for shitting on Cara, and why is that always the case? It, it,
2: there, 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 I don't think that, that there's so much set you know, for Cara. I I think he's kidding. I I don't think they
1: actually have it built into the schedule. Like, all right guys, Mm -hmm. cue up the Kara shit talk. I think he just means like, you know, how much of this reunion did seem to come back at her and how much did the other cast members seem to to gang up on her a little bit whenever that did come up.
2: Yeah. No. Um, I I just, I just think what, look, I just think people, I think just like any, um, anything else, like any other competition, we, we, I, we refer to this as, as, as a Game of Thrones style real life game at times, and people are coming after the crown, okay? Um, you know, she is right now, you know, like the winningest, you know, the, the most well-known, uh, you know, female, the toughest to beat because she has had all this experience. She finished second place last time, she's in the final now. Um, who really wants to go up against this? And it happens with you saw Tony going after Johnny Banana's crown. No, Johnny isn't, you know, last year's winner, but he's won a lot of times. Okay, he is the face of the franchise, and here comes Tony trying to chop the head off. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and that's kind of what I see happening to Cara. They want what she has, so why not team up and go after her? Why not everyone team up and go after her? And whoever, you know, and everyone has a different like individual relationship with Kara and with me and with jordan to where you know maybe they do have legs to stand on to be like no you know what? i saw you being really fucking cocky you know or maybe um you know maybe at some point you had a couple of drinks and you were really really uh you know really rude to me or whatever so people just remember that one moment you know what i mean but you know with the with the finale reunion a lot of this stuff a lot of this drama is going to come out a lot of these emotions and feelings are going to come out and, you know, it's kind of, you know, our job, Scott, to get people on here and fill in the gaps. So that's why we exist. So yeah, and look, I, wait, look,
1: full disclosure – we both like Kara. You know, she's been on the show several times. We have Kara Maria merchandise over the Challenge Mania shop over at challengemania.shop. That's free shipping until April 22nd. So, full disclosure, we are Kara Maria fans. We're Team Kara, but that's not just unconditionally, she can go and she can act like and have a big ego and she can go and put people in their place and we won't get on her for it. Because we're still hosting a podcast where we talk about this stuff objectively. And in this case, we feel like she was unfairly targeted. Um, all right. I think we have our, our guest here. Is she on? Hello. There she is. Wow. She, is, she <laughs> hey. has joined us. Running home, racing home, as, as she said to me just now in an email. And most people, I would consider that to just be a figure of speech. But I, I truly believe I picture you running, literally racing home <laughs> with a backpack full of weights. Not just any backpack. <laughs> an impact nomad. Ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast right now, we are unveiling her as our second special guest for Challenge Mania Live, New York City, June 2nd at Caroline's on Broadway, Miss Emily Schram, How are you? <laughs>
3: I'm so good. How are you guys?
1: We're fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again.
3: I know. It's so great to have uh, this little conversation in preparation to see you in person.
1: Yeah, I think people are going to be super stoked. We've been doing these um, special guest announcements as surprises. A couple weeks ago, we announced Mark Long got a tremendous surprise. Now we're announcing you. Both of you guys are huge stars in the real-world road rules slash challenge world and have such lo- like long-lasting, dedicated followings. And it's so funny that we've been joking about how Champs vs. Stars is coming back, and they use the term champs so loosely by having three champs out of the 10 cast members are actually champs. But on stage at Caroline's, we can now officially announced now that we've unveiled you emily that between derek mark long and yourself not including me of course we have three champs on our stage too so we have just as many champs as champs versus stars my friend
3: woo, woo. i love it i can't wait to see him. what's up d how are you dude, oh god i'm, I'm fine
2: i did it, dude it, it makes me cringe like hearing that you know because like obviously, you know this is a franchise that, like we're a part of, and that we we obviously, you know me and I appreciate more than anything. I'm sure and Scott appreciates more than anything. And he throws out that um, you know, that champs and you with the challenge venue live coming up, we have uh, just as many championships as the entire champs. Uh, roster I just I just I feel so weird even saying it like that so I just kind of like want to go they're all champs in their own right and now the show is just doing final if you made the finals um on one of the challenges you are in as a champ so um no I have um I've just been uh Emily just thanks for joining us and being a part of like just challenge mania and challenge Mania Live and you know and, and just being in New York and I'm so like you're one of those people that I'm, like, so happy for and proud of that are just, like, uh-huh. moving up in the ranks. Um, we had we had Michelle Waterson on who uh, – you know Michelle from
3: – Of course, she just won her fight this weekend. Y- did you see that? Y- y-
2: yes. Not only did we see it, but we had her come on on Thursday or Friday to sort of, like, promote the fight, which, you know, I'm such a, like, sports geek to yeah. – uh, you know what i mean so for me to be like oh i'm gonna interview um a ufc fighter before she goes into battle who was on champs versus stars and then i can interview emily schramm who's huge in a crossfit who is is com- who uh who's huge in crossfit who's I, are you sponsored by reebok am i
3: i am reebok oh, is see, dude i know it's
2: crazy to me
3: <laughs> go ahead sorry <laughs> no, it's cool. Cause I just, I love Michelle. I think she's, I, anybody, I just love fighters because it's just like wrestlers. I think they're just such incredible athletes because they not only have this physical component of just do or die when they're in the octagon, but the way that they have to prepare with losing that much weight and cutting and being able to maintain that, it's just like Olympic lifting too, right? With like, if you're going to hit a certain weight, I think that just adds a whole different element to a sport. And I am so impressed by her. And I'm just so proud that she came back so quickly from a former fight and then just crushed it.
1: Yeah, we, we, uh, we talked about the weight cutting on the show because she was actually like nine pounds into a 15 pound cut when we spoke to her. And we spoke to her and it sounded like she was at a campfire enjo- enjoying s'mores. You know, like she literally, you would not be able to tell most of us if we were in the process of fasting for six hours, we would sound miserable. But for her, it's like, she you know, she needs to lose 15 pounds leading up to the fight that week. And over the course of her training camp, she loses 30 pounds, which like, speaking on behalf of someone who just got married and was working to lose that amount of weight in that amount of time, you're not in the bed mood all the time but michelle was a delight (laughs) and able to break down her fight in expert fashion hours before she's weighing in which was amazing and of course you mentioned reebok which is so cool that you as an individual are are sponsored by reebok you know who else is sponsored by reebok the entire ultimate fighting championship so little reebok synergy there shouts to reebok
3: i know they're a great company i just i like it because they uh for me personally the shoes that i i train in so it's not always crossfit it's usually a little bit of functional fitness but always olympic lifting i just that's kind of how the relationship started so i'm really grateful that i have them in my corner
2: yeah so so for, like again for me like uh to have to, like to see you like blossom and now you're coming out with this um with this uh with this new with the new
1: backpack the right. nomad i love that the name nom-
3: thank you yeah, yeah i was just need something a little smaller the impact is pretty big so we needed a little mini version Oh, uh,
2: okay well then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tell us the differences you're gonna tell us the differences because i just got mine and, I, know. and, I, and, I, <laughs> and what I let me tell you what i love about mine okay it's it's because i can i can i can switch up weights better, like odd, odd weights. And to, to, to be honest with you, I kind of like doing like the kettle, the kettlebell swing movements, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know, it's just kind of like a different movement. And as opposed to like a kettlebell that's like, you know, 53 pounds or, uh, yeah, 53 pounds and 70 pounds, I can do like 60 pound right in the middle or, you know, throw different weights. And how is this one different than the new one that you're, that you've come up with than the old one?
3: Well, the, well, one, I need to make sure that you know how to close it because your videos are on- <laughs> but I just need to make sure you close it the right way but I love the the impact period it's great for weight training at a heavier weight so like for me usually I use two or three reservoirs when I'm traveling and that's totally enough for like squat cleans and jump you know burpees over it and deadlifts and it works perfectly as far as what I'm trying to get as far as the best workout combining cardio and weights but one of the things that I miss about it and I learned I remember doing murph so for you know, the Murph workout with the mile run and um, 100, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 squats, one mile run. It wasn't, it's not very running friendly. So it doesn't have a waist strap or a chest strap. And it also just gets, it's just a big bag. It's a 30 liter pack. So it's perfect for like day travel and weekend getaways, but it's not good for, I just want to throw this on my back and run. So I wanted a weighted vest that also had a hydration device compartment. And so I made it to where, It can fit the camel pack piece, but also the weight piece if you want. So it's just a good camel pack hiking pack. But if you want to add the extra reservoir, you can get it to about 22 pounds, which I don't think anyone should run with more than 22 pounds on their body. So it's kind of a perfect combination of let me weight train at a little less weight. And then also if I want to keep the straps on and put the chest strap and waist strap, I can run with it.
1: And for listeners who want to get more of like a visual lowdown of how it works. And, you know, uh, Emily has a Kickstarter that she has pinned up to her Twitter and we're going to post it as well. And there's this awesome video that I don't know who shot this for you. If it was like, you know, Roger Deakins or some like Academy award winning cinematographer, but you have these (laughs) awesome drone shots of you running through the wilderness and it's really cool. And you break down exactly how the, the hydration component and everything like that, and you're raising money via Kickstarter. You've already blown your goal out of the water, but I think if she makes enough, she can also buy a new jet ski. So don't stop contributing to the Kickstarter because um, this thing looks really cool. And I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not positive how Kickstarter works, but you know, you set the goal, which you were able to attain because you have such a dedicated following who obviously watch these videos and it's such a successful video in conveying how well the product works. But you know, the more people contribute and the more you sur- surpass your goal, the more ahead of the game you can get with this thing, and such a big part of where the the money goes to, um, I think it's great for you to be able to explain. So for people who just kind of click on the Kickstarter and say like, "Oh wait, she hit the goal. What does she need my money for?" Why don't you let people who are listening now know um, how even going even further can really just kick this thing into full high gear?
3: Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I, you know, when I launched the Kickstarter, I launched the first impact on a Kickstarter, and same thing happened. It's just so incredible, like the support that I have, and to hit my goal. Within four hours, I was just so shocked and grateful. And the cool thing is with Kickstarter is it becomes a way to pre-order. So you guys or whoever gets it on the Kickstarter, they get $20 to $30 off the original price. And so it'll be the best price that I'll ever have. And then it's also a way for me to just kind of guarantee, you know, when I'm ordering, making these orders and, you know, it's always really terrifying as a business owner to have to order 500 to a thousand bags because you don't know what's going to happen with them. But Kickstarter allows me to be basically risk-free. And so it's a really incredible way to get a cheap price for you. It also is very helpful for me as far as planning and not having to make small orders that cost me more money. And then what I decided is if we hit a certain goal, which is hundred K, we're going to make a third different color. So a third color option. So we're really far from hundred K, which is okay. Cause I'm so content where we are, where we're at and I'm grateful, but do check it out because if we hit that other, um, hundred K goal, then we will make sure that we add another color. And I want to add just like a brighter more fun color because right now the the colors are beautiful it's like a really rich blue and a really beautiful olive green but i love brightness so if i can get to 100k i'm gonna add that colorway
1: yeah i feel like if i was rocking uh, an impact nomad and running through the wilderness i would want full credit from all passerbys and onlookers i wouldn't want to blend in in that like olive camo and have them be like oh what's that in the forest i want people to know, look at that bright neon green or blue guy just killing it with his workout right now so <laughs> i hope you hit that goal because i love to see one of those right colors let me ask you this emily i was thinking this when i was watching your, your kickstarter video again today um i was thinking how the impact is like tailor-made to be worked into a future challenge competition have you ever thought about that like maybe there's some sort of a trade-out opportunity where you know you get to promote the impact and maybe like the car maria's and the derricks of the world are having to like run back and forth and like do some puzzle while they're rocking impacts full of weights because like to <laughs> me i mean i would have made this final a little bit harder i don't know if you've tuned in yet to see how this finals played out but it's a little bit on the easy side
3: Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm definitely. That's such a good idea. I need to get on MTV Beat a Murray side and just make it. You guys get to the final and it's just evolve motion bags everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be oh. awesome. <laughs> have you been tuning in this season at all, Emily? No, I
3: have. I, got, I, just, I just am a little over my head with work right now, but I have heard via Twitter that it's good. Is it good?
1: Dee, what do you think? It's. It's
2: well, it's all right. Let me tell you what's going on and then I'll get your take okay. on this. Cause so we can, we'll get a little bit more challenging. I do want to ask you about the gym you're opening up and how that's going and where that's at. I um, can't
3: because, Some see it. You're going to fucking love it, Derek. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Cause I am actually genuinely interested in like, ge- yeah. like what's really going on. You know what I mean? I just think that's so cool, you know, because when Mountaineer CrossFit, um, start, I I've been doing CrossFit for like 10 years. And when they, we first started doing CrossFit, it was, um, in a gym, you know what I mean? And yeah. my buddy, my, I call him my sensei, Tom, Tom Hooten. Uh, he's been, he's been to regionals a, a few times and, um, he trained me. He still, we still train together. Uh, it, you know, he started in the gym and he, and he, and he, and he, he, I was like, what are you doing? I didn't even know him. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm, I'm like, CrossFit. He's like, and then I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, CrossFit. And, and we started with this like general like warm-up it was like the the warm-up that's what i would do is like 15 15 15 15 this is like 10 10 it was like three rounds of 15 of like really simple things like air squats push-ups pull-ups um i don't know whatever the hell it was i can't even remember and um and then uh eventually we we're like All right, i'll just train together so he starts we start training together then his client, he starts asking his clients to do this CrossFit stuff, and people are like, "What are you doing?" And eventually, he outgrew the gym because at like four o'clock, you had like kids coming in from uh, kids coming in for uh, like football practice, kids coming in from uh, you know I mean? you, have, you have just like people training after work and stuff like that. So, he, but he's got like fifteen people doing CrossFit at like four five p four five six p.m. They're like, "Listen, dude." we're going to have to build you your own gym, you know? So they, they built a, a gym and, uh, and attached it to where we worked out. And, um, that's kind of how the box literally the box started. So, um, I, am just excited to see what you're going through. And then and then we got to talk about the challenge stuff. Um, I do want to ask you about like the champs, um, because you did win the last season and, um, you have done a couple challenges with these people, but as far as, um, the vendettas goes, we're in this, the finale of, uh, the, re- the second reunion finale. Um, the, 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 final is down to four people. It's Kayla, Kara, Zach, and Kyle, which you probably only She's really like, what's know. Kyle?
3: <laughs> Kyle? I don't know Kyle. I know, uh. I obviously know the other two. I've, I've never met Kayla in person. But Kayla actually has like the
1: Emily Schramm kind of body template. You're, she's, bo- she's tall, very athletic, played football in high school. Yeah, that's a thing. And she actually kind of reminds me of a young Emily.
3: Love it. I played football in high school as well. Wait, did you really? No way! Yeah, I started a flag football league and it was super fun because we like it, – it, long story, but – I had the most fun ever and I actually in college got recruited by like some, one of the serious fraternities at Mizzou to play football for them because I was such a good wide receiver. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. So first of all, this is more news being broken on this show because first of all, we, we introduced to the world, the idea of, um, women's football with Kayla. And now you've introduced the concept of a fraternity recruiting someone who really that that's a thing fraternities recruit people.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like It's kind of like a serious underground world that I did not know about. Uh, but I just remember playing for my own team because I would play for like three different leagues throughout college because I loved it. Flag football was always my favorite. This is college, so more flag. But I, I'm i really disappointed in what the options are because lingerie football league used to have a branch in Denver and they started. they actually started recruiting last summer. Again, they had tryouts. And I was like, I'm so on the fence of it because me as like a feminist and women yeah, in power,
1: lingerie. Why, why can't it just be women's football league? Sorry. I mean, right.
3: Yeah. Cause well, because nobody would watch and that's, it's so sad, but it's true. It's the only way that they can pay for it is if they put them in fucking bikinis and then it's just makes me so irate. But the women there are so good. I don't know if you've seen some of those women. They're like, they're incredible. The quarterbacks that they pick and the wide receivers they pick, they are like really jacked and strong. And I was like, you know what? I'm on the fence. I'm like, part of me is like, go be around those women. And, you know, cause I always want to just be better. Like, can they make me run faster? Can they make me, you know, train harder? And of course they would because I'd be around it. But on the other end, I'm like, I can't, Feed into the system that says the only way that we can get notarized or the only way that we can become acknowledged is if we're doing it in lacy lingerie. So I just, I get so fired up. Maybe me and Kayla should talk and join, like, start our own non lingerie football league. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, hiring managers. Reopening your small business and rebuilding your team can be tricky when 64% of furloughed workers don't plan to return to their previous employer. If your workers don't come back, Snagajob is here to help. Use Snagajob.com to handle your rehiring with access to 47 million hourly workers looking for service industry jobs like yours. You'll save 25% each month with promo code PODCAST. Start hiring at snagajob.com today.
1: More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember... The Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help. I think so. Um, and Kyle, I know Kyle was a, a new cast member this year who they brought over from what, what was described as the UK's equivalent of the Jersey Shore. I think it's called the Geordie Shore. And apparently he's a huge star over there. He's got like a million Instagram followers. And they brought him in with like four other Brits. And he actually ended up having a relationship with Car Maria on the show. And now they're both in the final four.
3: Oh, man. Are they still talking? Are they still
1: together? She claims um, that since he lives in the UK and it's sort of long distance that there's nothing official, but who knows, you know, um, and they've kind of on the reunion, you know, they didn't fly him in for the reunion. So at the reunion, they kind of were talking via Skype or whatever. And then, of course, they bring it back around. And Cara, again, said during that, that, you know, they're in two different places. So there's nothing official. But you get the idea that when they're in the same place, maybe it sparks up again. But yeah, they're not. Cara says on this podcast, her, her Twitter, or not Twitter, her Tinder. Is alive and well So she's still Swiping Swiping left And swiping right Trying to make it happen But
3: Kara needs to get off Tinder And get on Bumble Bumble is way better It's You oh. guys know Right
1: well, you know the oh. best one, Emily, is actually eHarmony, so just going to throw <laughs> that out there. eHarmony is a f- uh, friend of the uh, show, but if you're going to go Bumble, what is, the, what is the hook for Bumble?
3: Well, eHarmony absolutely has more depth, I will say that. There's just no question, but if you're going to do one of the apps that are like swipe right, swipe left kind of thing, um, which all we all know comes with a good chunk of superficiality, like for Bumble, the, women, the woman has to talk, so the girl yeah. has to. But then it didn't work for me because I had it for both for men and women. So then it was like it didn't matter if it was if you wanted to date a girl, then it's no different than yeah. Tinder. How
1: does how does that work? Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're if you're <laughs> looking for women, looking for women, but the woman has to write first. Is it just flip a coin? Oh, sorry, you're not the woman who gets to write first today. Like how yeah, does that work? No,
3: no. So they just they. It, all women got to talk first. So I don't know how it works for guys. I don't even know if there's a guy-to-guy guy option on <laughs> on Bumble. But I will say that uh, with the guys, the girl has to talk first. And then if you are if you are gay then or bisexual or whatever, then yeah. it doesn't matter.
1: What happens if you're gay on there and the guys are sorry, you are not allowed to write first. And then it's sorry, you are not allowed to write first. And then what, do you just have to go walking around looking for them in real life? How does that <laughs> – I guess
3: so. You're stuck. We're all doomed.
1: <laughs> That's fine. Oh, just – this
2: reminds me of a of a little scene I saw uh, way back when in the Czech Republic, <laughs> Emily. Stop. I don't dude. know if you remember this one. Can <laughs> I do it? Can I
3: say it? You can say it. Good. That's how I met Paula, right? Or is it Paula and Kara? It might have been both of them. I don't know. You can. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know
2: what? This is really funny. This is probably why they stopped calling me for the show anyway. Um, is because uh, is because I eventually. Um, I I don't know how I should put this, but there was a hot tub scene in the Czech Republic. (laughs) And I believe this is on camera. And it was um, Emily making out with, uh, with Cara. And it was, uh, it was awesome. And I was literally (laughs) standing behind the camera guy because I was like, I cannot be in this scene because my wife would kill me. Right? Like, I'm just like, I got a beer, I'm drinking the beer and I'm just watching Emily and Cara make out in the hot tub. And it was like, It was great, man. It was great TV. It was just like it was random. You know, you see a lot of random stuff. A lot of stuff happens, but
3: just I I don't think anyone ever remembers that that Uh, moment. I know I have mentioned and and it was just I mean that that's how Cara and Paula and I both met and then
1: How does Paula come into play there?
3: I don't know. She just was in the hot tub. I was just in a mood. I don't know, guys. Let's I'm sure some of our,
1: I'm sure some of our listeners will, will uh, remember that slightly. It was awesome. Um, so. (laughs) So, M, I I want to ask you about Champs versus Stars, because I know you haven't paid close attention to vendettas, although, I don't know, wait, let me ask you this real quick, have you heard through the grapevine about Derek's um, appearances on the show, both in a legendary elimination against one of the other Brits, Joss Mooney, and then now defending Cara Maria's honor in a clip from tonight's reunion show, Jordan Wisely coming after Cara Maria, coming in hot, and then threatening Derek, saying he's going to drag him, and Derek standing up for Cara, saying, you know, n- you know not to bully her, and... Not to bash her, and then also obviously defending himself because you don't just say to D's face that you're going to smash him. So, have you heard about either of these things through the grapevine? What?
3: Well, I've obviously the epic elimination, yes, because I saw all your battle wounds, D. That was crazy. And then, but I have no idea. Can you? What? Why did Jordan? This is new. And-
1: this is brand spanking new. It doesn't even air until tonight, but the challenge tweeted it this oh, weekend to yeah. give everybody a little bit to sink their teeth into. D, you want to tell her what happened?
2: Yeah. I. I mean, look, we're up. They they flew us four mercenaries in to sort of, call, you know, we're sitting there in our own little area, um, like up on stage, um, away from everybody else. And we're basically there. Me and Nisa, Jordan, and Tori, we are, we're all mercenaries on the on this challenge. And the, and we're basically there to call bullshit. If they, we want to chime in, we can chime in. We basically have an open. Uh, open microphone to chime in whenever we want. And at some point, Jordan fucking says something something to Cara like, I don't know, something along the lines of like her being really cocky and you know she doesn't deserve anything or something along those lines. had yeah, a really like, awkward what? way
1: about saying that she walks I'm around like, acting what? like everybody should, and then the female equivalent of like I don't you know like uh, you know worship the ground she walks on. But he put it in very graphic terms that I think were bleeped. But uh, she was basically I, saying that everyone, she walks around like everyone should worship her. But, but, um, and really, you know, Cara didn't, you know, take to it too well. But D comes in, uh, knight in shining armor. Continue. Uh,
2: I, yeah, no, I was just like, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, she can walk around however the fuck she wants to walk around. She's been doing this for 11 fucking seasons. Like, and, and from my perspective, someone that I just got second place with last season, like, she was the sweetest and she works hard to be and look like who she is and I just I mean it was I mean it sparked it went from like Jordan to like a few other people said something I was kind of blown away that everyone was kind of coming at her like that so I stood up for her and then he didn't appreciate it and he said he was going to drag me I said try it and then that's pretty much where the clip kind of lays off and uh, Cara's crying and stuff like that when in reality I was just hoping that Emily Schramm would just show up and make out with her right there on stage again
3: See, well, it's interesting. Well, one, I should have been a mercenary, but I had, they changed, uh, I was going to be the first wow. round, and then last second, I had a wedding I went to, so I was so bummed I missed it, because I will wow. definitely, we almost got on that same plane, but I also, oh. I wonder if it's coming from, obviously, I don't know, and I'll have to watch, but because, you know, Jordan and Tori, and Tori's such, she has such potential, but she's still new, so I think it's still this kind of, you know, probably coming from this place of, He wants to feel, you know, kind of like the voice of these new people that are getting the wrath of these veterans that have been there. And I think the entitlement, honestly, some of it's a little overdone, but it is, it should be there. You know, they've been through this how many times. And with that comes a level of respect that you got to have, you know? So that's interesting. I'll have to watch.
1: Yeah, you do. Tonight, it's part two of the reunion.
3: Woo yeah and and
2: it's one winner. so it is potential that a, a, a girl will win this whole thing so oh, that's um, badass. but
1: that, it's that would be the ultimate F you to Jordan and his sentiment there. if car we don't know what happens if Car goes out and wins this thing. And in the same episode in which she's called out for, you know, walking around like her shit doesn't stink or whatever he says. I mean, like, honestly, if she then is – because, I mean, look, it's she has a 25% chance of winning. She looks pretty good in what we've seen so far of the final. It's either her, Kayla, Zach, or uh, or Kyle. And to be honest with you, even if Kayla wins, so then you have a, another female winning, that would be great too. And if Kyle wins, that's sort of like Carl winning too because she's the one who dragged him there. So, you know, honestly <laughs> – that-
2: well, here's my here's my thoughts on that. It's like for me and it, if I, the way I'm looking at it right now, I think it's between Kara and Zach. You know what I mean? Like if I'm looking at this from, you know, there's four people left. I don't know how much faith that, you know, Kyle just, you know, has a good political game. I just think he's lucky to have gotten there for him to fucking pull out. You know, a huge victory like that would be insane. He's playing okay. with house money
1: to, at this point. To make it this far, he's and, already got a win. He's getting called back it, no matter what. Let's
2: I, be honest. I think I think from the beginning, it the 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 Kara versus Kayla thing, like those are two girls that are at the top of the challenge game. Like, you know, if Kayla pulls this one out, like it would be it would be huge too. You know what I mean? It would be insane because she hasn't won yet you know, and, and she's still, she's still proving herself, but she's, she's there, man. She's, you know, she's there neck and neck, you know, um, with, with, with Cara as, as one of the, 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 tougher, you know, toughest girls there. Um, but, and if you know, Zach wins,
1: Jack- it's just another straight white jock winning the title. So none of us are rooting for <laughs> oh, that.
2: <God. laughs> yeah. So if Zach wins, it would it's going to be like, ah, uh, well, you know what I mean? The big, you know, thor looking guy wins. Yeah. I mean,
3: obviously, you know what I mean? Well, but obviously you know. my vote is for a female to take it all, right? Then they can help the lingerie football league without the lingerie.
1: Well, it's funny What's Jordan that? I think if, if there was anybody at Damn. home who hadn't decided who to root for after you watch this clip with Jordan just yelling at Kara and everyone kind of teaming up on her even if you're not rooting for Kara, I think you're you're in turn even rooting for Kayla because you want someone to kind of you know I mean because I think a lot of the words that get thrown around when you talk about the way Jordan speaks to Kara and speaks to women especially on the show is you know is, are they does it come from a place of misogyny or chauvinism and whatnot and who you know, we don't want to go as far as to make that claim about Jordan but regardless even hearing those words being thrown out there man would it be poetic to see either Cara or Kayla take this thing home tonight
3: well I can't wait to tune in
1: so yeah, let me ask yeah. you about about this, um, Emily, because you know I joked at the top of the show that we have just as many champs on Challenge Mania Live at Caroline's as they do on this next season of Champs vs Stars. But do you have the same? Because you're such a like a competitor in life, and like you you train so hard, and you clearly look at this stuff as an athletic competition. And I remember last time you were on the show, and I like casually said like Were you aware of that stat about your eliminations? You we were like, Yeah, of course I am. Like you know you clearly take this stuff seriously. And so when you hear that they've sort of adapted the the kind of the labeling and the rules of the champs versus stars to where now all you've had to have done is made a final. And, and, you know, I don't even know that Shane's made a final. So like they're having people on clearly for other reasons, other than being champs, you actually being a champ and now having won the last season of champs versus stars, are you okay with that? Or are, and do you think that it's kind of okay to live in this? Everyone gets a trophy, everyone gets a champion label world, or do you think they should do a better job casting more responsibly and honoring the people who have won this show in the past, even if maybe they're not the most relevant from a, from a youth perspective or from being on the last season of vendetta's perspective
3: no you know i really don't i don't give a shit because i think that you know for me i i want to be around people that like if i okay let's think of it this way they call me up and i go in and i'm like okay half of us have actually been champs and half of us haven't well that that's great for me because my chances of actually winning it again are just so much higher so i think for i would rather i really don't care i think it's Great TV if they can get certain personalities in there. I'm obviously not the most dramatic human, and so they got to make up for me if I go back one day.
1: You some- <laughs> have to counterbalance you <laughs> and your. Your Emily's too nice. Who can we get on? Yeah, my
3: calmness is it needs. To, we need to have some little crazy. So your so job, think-
1: your job security for Anissa for the for as long as you're doing these things. They're like we got to counterbalance Emily with like an Anissa yep. or a Shane.
3: Yeah, we gotta get somebody crazy. So I think for me, I don't really mind because I think people know. Like, there's people like you, and there's this podcast, and then honestly, anybody that watches it, they kind of know, you know. So I think it really doesn't matter, like the title, because at the end of the day, it just means, you know. I guess it's not like like I know that I could, I have high probabilities of coming out on top. I guess I should say that's very that sounds very uh, sure of myself, but. I think that that's kind of my output is like if they bring somebody that's more dramatic and not very athletic that to me I just like see it as a game like okay can I take that person out yes okay cool stay as long as you want
2: wow. yeah and once again Scott they're champs in their own right okay so yeah, yeah um, sure. let's talk about, let's let's talk about some of these champs um like for example Johnny's not and let me just tell you that um they they have counterbalanced with any um, boredom that they may have, you know, cause a lot of the stars, like they don't really know what they're getting into. So it would almost be like, um, you know, the, the, the champ's job to bring out that, um, that, uh, that, that, that drama that we're talking about here, because um, these, these stars, I mean, they, for the most part, most of them, I mean, if you're bringing in like, you know, Olympic athletes, they're not trained to be, they're trained to be humble, quiet, you know, um, you know uh, what's it called? You know, the less they talk.
1: Well, they're representing their country on the, on the, on the worldwide stage in the most prestigious athletic competition ever. They're not supposed to be throwing champagne in other people's faces, like say, you know, Tori and Kyle are. So,
2: but, um, if you've seen the preview, I mean, it looks awesome. They bring it out of them. They find a way. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's come and it's coming out. It looks, it looks pretty hardcore. So, I mean, as far as like, you know, the drama aspect goes, it looks like they're coming after each other pretty hard. Um, but one thing that we're missing on on this champ vs. stars is uh, a, a well-known figure in the in, in the challenge franchise that's Johnny bananas I mean he's not there um, well, CT is back uh, uh, Emily um, do you think I just I just want to get your take on some of these some of these champs uh, that you've played the game with like CT uh, Johnny not being there and what you think about that I just think he needed to take a break um is is CT better than Johnny is Johnny been in CT what do you think about that?
3: Well, I, you know, CT's just an animal. Like, to really see him, you know, obviously he's kind of on this, like, path of getting a little bit healthier. But even at his most unhealthy, this guy can do things. He pulls things out of his ass that are just incredible. Like, he just is a really good challenger. And Johnny's the same, too. They're just good at weird shit, which is what is so fun about CrossFit and how it turns into challenge. It's like you just have to be good at a lot of weird things. You don't have to be great at just one thing. So I think both of them have that component where they can figure things out really quickly. They're able to innovate and, like, improvise, I guess is the word. So it'll be fun to watch CT without Bananas because I think that sometimes Bananas can just... He's just been there so many times that it's, like, hard to have a show without it being a banana show you know so i think it'll be really cool to see it without him and yes i agree he didn't need to take a break <laughs> it's good for him to take a break um yeah. but i love them both I, I love them because they are athletic in very strange ways so it'll be cool to see what they are forced to do
1: yeah, I hope they can figure out ways to integrate, continue to integrate you into the show, Emily. You mentioned that you were almost going to be a mercenary, which I think would have been a perfect use of you because you're so physically imposing and you have the, the past as a as a successful challenger. And, you know, as you've mentioned on the show before, you don't necessarily have time to leave your businesses, your 45 businesses and 12 Kickstarters, to go to, you know, Cabo or go to Mexico for four months. You, you But you can, you can check out for a week or two maybe if you could still use your cell phone. So, you know, I think doing that, I think the the idea I came up with before, maybe integrating you into a challenge and maybe the the impacts come out there and maybe if it lines up again, another champs versus stars, is this something that you do kind of hope that the stars align and you are able to kind of work these things out every so often? Is it something that, you know, you'd be willing to move stuff around for and how much just like, I mean, you mentioned like the gym and now the, the impact nomad and just all these other things on the horizon. I'm sure you probably aren't even ready to break yet. You have so much going on. Do you find that being able to kind of hang on to the challenge um, is something Something that is realistic for these next few years for you, and you're trying to make it work, or do you see it as something that unfortunately might be fading away more and more the more stuff that starts going on in your life?
3: Yeah, it's that's such a good question because I honestly go through it in my head all the time where I'm like no, I can't do it. There's no way I can fit it in. And then there's times where I'm like, oh my God, Emily, you're an idiot. Get on that show right now. You're going to have so much fun. So I think I constantly go back and forth. And so I really have just decided, what I decided this year is when they call, if the timing is right. And there's no doubt, like there's nothing really, you know, there's no launch or there's no program that I have to be here for or an event, then I'm going to say yes, because I think that it's just too cool of an opportunity. The likelihood of it not being around a launch is very low, but I do think that there is a possibility. So, the, I always say like the universe will let it happen if it's supposed to happen. So like if the universe says you're supposed to do a show, then they're going to call me and it's going to be the only three weeks that I have nothing planned. And then I will absolutely say yes.
1: Or just plan the launch around like, hey, we're going to launch this next product while we're in Germany or while we're in the Czech Republic or in a hot tub. That's when we're launching the next impact uh, kickstarters from a hot tub in the Czech Republic. Um, if that's when it lines up.
3: I love it. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: but it does line up on June 2nd. You're going to be in New York City. Do you get to New York City a lot? I feel like you've done some some morning shows out here and, and some uh, some cool fitness stuff with some of the... Was it Today Show or Good Morning America I saw you on recently? How often do you get out to New York?
3: Yeah. So I meet there a couple times a year. I... The last event. So I've been there for Women's Health Magazine. And then I have um, my best friend that lives in Brooklyn. And so we're trying, we always try to like coordinate events. And so I'm excited because I haven't been yet this year, which is perfect timing to come in June. And then uh, hopefully out there again, there's a couple gyms. I think, you know, D uh, CrossFit or not CrossFit Solace, but Solace and where Kenny is. And so there's always some fun stuff going on with um ladies who lift and all those groups that are out there uh
2: speaking of gyms how, how is your gym
3: going and what is it called Oh yeah. So this is crazy. Cause like I, have, I think even on my first challenge, they were like, well, what are you going to do if you win the money? And I was like, I'm going to open a gym. So it's been on my radar for so many years, but just never the right timing because I've, I've done online stuff for so long. And so, uh, I finally decided this is the year of opening a gym and we're going to call it platform strength. It's a 24 seven strength and conditioning hybrid gym. So imagine like a CrossFit gym with a 24 hour fitness. So bodybuilding meets Olympic lifting and powerlifting. And, um, of course, since I have a tea company and I love coffee, we're going to have a little tea espresso come and do work, little coffee bar. And then I have a little mini sauna and it's just like fantasy factory for Emily, basically.
1: <laughs> that sounds awesome. Every, You know, something most people know, every single episode of this podcast we've ever done has been unofficially sponsored by coffee or brought to you by coffee, at least.
3: <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I, you know, I love good espresso and I was like, well, what can I do that makes this gym? What doesn't exist? You know, I'm not going to just put another gym in the world. Like it's got to really be different and I just, I think we nailed it. So we're in the middle. We're so far from like the build out. We have the plans. We have the architect. We have, you know, every, every second I have free, I'm like going to Home Depot and trying to find the tile and the wood and the bar top and all these little things. But the most important piece is we got the platforms. So D, we got those like strength and conditioning squat racks with the Olympic lifting uh, wood platforms, like the really, really nice ones. So we just dialed those in um, last week and we're just, we're really excited to see it all come together. Is this in Colorado? Yeah. So we're right in Denver. It's like 10 blocks from my house. So it's in an area called Rhino, Rhino art district, which is just the best. It's got really, it already has really good coffee. So I don't even need to bring coffee really, but I'm going to anyway. It's got good coffee. It's got good. Food. It's <laughs>
1: you're going <gonna>, like, <laughs> to put the other coffee shop out of business unintentionally. You're
3: going <laughs> to <laughs> I don't know about that. I I would just love the idea of like coming, getting a shot of espresso and doing some power clean. That's awesome. (laughs) Did you say and food? No food, no food. No food, D. What are
1: you kidding? We can't eat food around here. No, what's funny is you don't hear people do the coffee and workout combo uh, too often, but I do it. On my way to the gym every day, I get an iced coffee. My wife is always like, what are you doing? That's not good. But I'm going to be like, hey, Emily said it's all good. Emily said she's putting espresso in her gym. What do you got to say to that, Linz? That's what I'm going to say. Next time she's like, I (laughs) drink iced coffee at the gym. Oh, people, people drink coffee, right, Emily? Yeah.
2: That's No, a that's lot, a lot of people
1: do it, myself included. I just think a lot of people, some people who don't do it think it's weird. They're like, how could you?
3: I'll just get a little nerdy because I had pre workout and oh my gosh, Derek, I had no, I didn't know pre-workouts <laughs> existed with 400 milligrams of caffeine. That is, a, I don't think you should be doing that.
2: Probably <laughs> oh, not. She's
3: yelling but at me, Scott. She's Scott. yelling at me right here. <laughs> right. I thought mine had a lot of caffeine, and then he DM'd me, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is off the charts. But anyway, I think any sort of caffeine, but also branched chain amino acids, specifically leucine, crosses this brain barrier that we have, blood brain barrier, and it dials you in. So it's obviously caffeine is good for focus, but if you don't overdo it and if you don't underdo it, you can get this really you can basically tap into the flow state that athletes talk about all the time where they just are in the zone. And so using a little bit of caffeine can be really beneficial for that.
2: Well, let me tell you something, and I don't know how this works. Maybe you can get nerdy on me even more right now, but my therapist told me that um, I have, she thinks I have ADHD. So I'm, I'm actually having an appointment tomorrow to talk to the, to the actual doctor. So um, I'm just wondering, will I be able to take ADHD medicine and, and take away my pre-workout just so I can wake up because I don't
3: need a pre-workout to work out. I need caffeine to wake up and yeah. get going. Okay. Well, okay. My brain went so many places, so I'm going to try to, like, dial it in. <laughs> Are so, you going to turn into my therapist right now? Yes. I get really—I am really anti the drugs used for ADHD because— First off, that's part of your personality and it's what makes you great. Like you, the way that you operate, and I'm very similar in that way that I have multitasking and kind of, but the focus piece, if that's what you're missing, then what I care about, actually, there's a podcast I did with this lady. There's very specific probiotics that help with focus. So it's actually more about gut health and creating a gut microbiome that can get your brain. To create the neurotransmitters to calm our brain down it's incredible so i care more about let's stop worrying about the brain and the way you focus and let's look at how our neurotransmitters are being created and what we're missing and most people with adhd they actually have a miss they're missing a component called gaba G-A-B-A, and they tend to be higher anxiety and a little bit more like go, 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 go. And if you can help balance our GABA with food and with good nutrients and probiotics, you can actually do it without prescriptions.
2: Hey, you want to know something? That word GABA really made me want to like go, 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 like instantaneously. (laughs) I was like, whoa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe you do need the drugs, T. I'm not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, but she was
2: like, she was like, she was like, um, she was like, uh, we need our brain. She was like brains to calm down. I was like, I need my brain to calm
3: up. I know. I know. Well, if it's caffeine, then I would look like a little bit of caffeine is good. I just think that it'll counterbalance the. We need ADHD. a we
1: need a coffee sponsor, <laughs> D. I think we need an official coffee sponsor, like Bulletproof uh, Coffee or something like that. I heard or it. probiotics. That's probiotics. That's fucked up. Nootropics. That's fucked up. I need probiotics. Emily, right? what do you Emily, what do you think about nootropics?
3: Yeah. So I, nootropics are just a fancy word for giving your body what your body needs. So if you eat the right amount of food, like if you eat vegetables and if you take some branched chain amino acids and you eat really clean and you don't ruin your body with like a lot of sugar and extra carbohydrates, you actually create everything that nootropics is trying to sell you. So I think it's just a price price. Like it's like a five hour energy drink with some B vitamins. I was like saying
1: like, what about like alpha brain or like all that on it stuff?
3: Alpha, exactly the same things that what alpha brain does is they create the precursors to our own neurotransmitters. So what you can do is look at some of the ingredients. And even though it's wonderful because it makes it really quick and easy to grab and go, and it puts it all in one place. Like they have some uh, devil's claw, they put herbs and then they put uh, the B vitamins and then they just put Basically what you get from a really high quality B vitamin and vegetables. And so I, I think it's great in some cases and I definitely love brain hacking, but I prefer honestly like a ton of turmeric and a good quality B vitamin and I'm good to go.
1: Boom. Well, we promise as, as enlightening as I think this is for everybody. And I feel like we do have a lot of health minded listeners and fans of the show who watch the show because it's such an, you know, athletically based show and they're interested in obviously your expert opinion on all this. We promise on June 2nd at Caroline's we'll do like five to 50 minutes tops of CrossFit slash nootropics talk on stage. And we'll try (laughs) to bring it to more of like a 60, 40 ratio of fitness to challenge talk. What do you think, Emily? Um, I would love to put you on the same assignment that put Mark Long on, which is, since we're doing Challenge Mania Live, not for iTunes, not for Google Play, the 250, 300 people in the house are going to get a live show experience that nobody else is going to get. I want you to think of some stories maybe you've never told on our podcast, on any podcast, some memories of your time on the challenge or the real world that you think will really get people going. What do you say? You think you can come up with some of that for us?
3: I have plenty.
1: (laughs) Boom. Love it. Yes. Awesome.
2: Yes. Well we're gonna start we're gonna start with the hot tub scene, just <laughs> for
3: the record. I know. Is this wait, is this gonna be published? Like is this <laughs> no. like, okay, good.
1: No, 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 the live no. show we're not putting on we're not putting on iTunes. No, no. Um but Good. so, uh, so Emily, um, we'll let you go remind everyone, is it just easier with Kickstarter? Cause is there like an immediate hyperlink or is it just easier to send people to your Twitter and, and hit the pin tweet there and we'll obviously post it too, but is there a direct link to your Kickstarter yeah, that we both- can just plug here?
3: The best thing, if you just go to emilyshram dot com, it's embedded into my homepage now, so you can just see it right away and take a look at everything. And then, um, like we're doing some fun scavenger hunt stuff, so everything is on emilyshram dot com or emilyshram dot com slash blog. The L O G.
1: I love that your name rhymes with dot com. It's got such a ring to it. Emilyshram dot com.
3: I know I can never get married. Does our,
1: yeah, right. does our impact, does um, the impact.com link, our discount code mania still work for our listeners? Should we still be sending people there?
3: Oh, yeah, please do. And awesome. then when we get Woo. that up and running, I'm going to get to make sure you guys are the first to receive it and uh, we'll get the link working for those nomads as well.
1: Boom, so people can go to the mpac.com slash mania, use the code mania and you get 15% off the original mpac and all the other merch she has over there. And then you heard it here, once the mpac nomad is ready to rock, we'll have a code for you for that as well. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. We know you're a busy gal. Thanks for racing home with an mpac on your back, I'm sure. We'll see you in New York on June 2nd. Everybody listening, go to challengemania.live for tickets because now it's not only Mark Long, it's not only D, it's not only myself, but it's also Miss Emily Schramm will be in the house. And uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun. We're all going to be on the stage at the same time, going back and forth with the audience. It's going to be an interactive show. I'm only going to map out like, you know, 40, 50% of it. And the rest is just going to be an organic just party with the 250, 300 people we have there. So we're really looking forward to it. You were were probably the first person that we thought of when we put this together. So really excited to have you with us.
3: You guys are awesome. Thanks so much.
1: Awesome. Take care. Emily. Emily. Talk soon.
2: Hey, Em, thanks thanks again. I really appreciate you uh, coming on in. Uh, I'll talk to you soon somehow, some, some way.
3: Okay, sounds good. Talk soon.
0: The Challenge Mania Patreon is now live. Head to Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania or ChallengeManiaPodcast.com to get the scoop on how you can get access to new bonus Challenge Mania content. Hey, wait a minute. Does this mean Challenge Mania is going to cost money now?
1: No, Challenge Mania is still 100% free. You'll still get two episodes every week with your favorite Challenge stars just like you do now. That will not change.
0: Oh, so it's just bonus episodes, special Q&As, video content, and contests for patrons?
1: Exactly. Got it.
0: The Challenge Mania Patreon is 100% voluntary. By listening to the show, you're already doing enough. But if you're craving some more, want to score some exclusive goodies, or just want to show your appreciation for the show, challengemaniapodcast.com is where you can go get it.
1: All right, how great is Emily? I can't wait to be on stage with her and Mark and with all the maniacs out there. It's going to be awesome.
2: She's totally like a Disney princess from the challenge, and she will be at the Comic-Con equivalent of for the challenge in New York City with us at like a world-renowned comedy club on Broadway.
1: I so, don't know, dude. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you with the Disney princess thing. If if there was a Disney princess who like built her own castle... And like defended her own land and like, you know what I mean? And could outfight her own beast and all that stuff. Cause that's what Emily is, you know. She's not just the Disney princess. Like she is a t- I yeah. mean, you know, I casually mentioned playing football. She's like, Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, me too. So, you know, it's funny I made the comparison between Kayla and Emily. Been there, done that. She was playing football while Kayla was probably eating cinnamon toast crunch in her diapers. Um, all right, yeah. let's get to like, She was like she was like she's like she was like uh, when Kayla was
2: looking up to me while I was playing football and picking up my moves. Like I was MJ. Yeah, say um, like that, <laughs> we want to say
1: thank you to Monica French and all the rest of our patrons over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. You can sign up there as well if you'd like. It's fully voluntary, but we do have extra bonus content like tonight. D and I will be coming to you to break down this part two of the reunion and maybe a little bit of chance versus stars as well. Um, I want to touch on something people were asking about on the last episode. I was talking about my uh, professional career and how we got started and all that good stuff. You casually mentioned you were like, yeah, we were both doing podcasts and you were interviewing B-list celebrities and whatnot. Everyone was kind of wondering, what, what are you talking about? Um, I also am the managing editor of a publication called The Sound Magazine that's based in Connecticut. I'm from Stanford, Connecticut. Um, it's at thesoundmagazine.com. And that's how I started my podcast was I was interviewing any artist or you know comedian who would come into Connecticut for a show and would do a show at one of the venues that took out ad space with us. I would get the interview through The Sound Mag, and then I would hit up the publicist and be like, why don't we do this for the podcast? And that's how I interviewed Slash from Guns N' Roses and Chris Cornell from uh, Soundgarden, rest in peace obviously and uh jim brewer andrew dice clay lisa lampanelli tons of great comedians patrice o'neill right before he passed away um so yeah so that's what uh, filling in the gaps a little bit from our last show when uh you were mentioning that and that's how i got started doing my old podcast which was called a shot of jaeger hence my uh twitter handle so just wanted to fill in on that d you mentioned off air that you might have some stew to brew for us here some little gossip that you might want to drop here on the podcast do you still want to do that
2: not, not, not really, even though uh, I don't know. I don't like being that guy, but. I'll be that uh, guy. Uh, nah, I mean, I just, I just heard, I don't, I, this is, this, I think it's stupid, but like.
1: Okay, you know, it's, all right. It, it's, well, you it, know what I'm going to yeah, do? I'm going to keep this in. So at least it gets people talking and wondering what stew we might be talking about. Uh, and maybe you I, come yeah. around one day.
2: Uh, I mean, I just heard, I just heard through grapevine that. Uh, and this is stupid. Like who really cares? I don't know. Some people might care. It is like challenge newsy ish, but it's just like, it's it's, I just, I it's feel a I, I lot of place. I feel a lot of place, even though I feel like I can say it. You You're know the mean? one who brought it up. So if you don't feel That's comfortable, so D, I know you it's don't because, want to be that guy because we're not, it's because we're not like a, a challenge. We're not like a, I, I just don't like, we're not a gossip you know, site. Yeah, we're not a gossip site, but you know, and some what people want us like. to be it feels that. Really though. gossipy. Yeah, like, it feels gossipy to say yeah. like you know, like you know that like you know Zach and Jenna might be dating again. You know, like that's that's like too gossipy for me to say. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't like that.
1: No, I know what you're talking about. Right, so you know, you know what? Don't even, even though, don't even, even say. Though it. I
2: heard it like from a pretty close cool source that really right. could, said no, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. It's okay to say that. Since you know what since I mean? like Champs versus Stars,
1: so it's been going on. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, and like, you know, even though I, you know, I've gotten clearance to, you know, talk, you know. You let, know what, let, don't even, don't even mention it, don't you even know? mention it, how mm-hmm. about that? I'm not, I, You know, I, I, yeah, you know, I'm just not going to say it,
1: yeah. it's fine. No. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I feel so stupid doing it. You um, know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. Let's not even let's God, not even I'm brush like... the subject. So sorry, guys. We're not going to talk oh, about it. God. We're not going to spill Man. the stew. No stew will be brewed Man. here. Ah. Um, but let's move on. Ah. People want to know this. If you're ah. in the Chicago area, if you're in the Chicago area, Yorkville, May 19th. I can't believe I almost said it. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Trust okay. me. I, tr- I I saved you. I saved you there. Um, Yorkville, you. May 19th, volleyball. People, a lot of people looking at this breakdown of who's gonna be there and they see UD and they see Jordan so a go to uh, com to get tickets to see this showdown but is that gonna be hard to be playing volleyball against Jordan are you gonna be aiming for his face with this ball what's going on well well let's just face it the guy beat me at the dirty
2: 30 right and then um, and then uh, we kind of we kind of spar. Right, at the reunion. It almost gives car- carries out after the party at the after party, right? That no one will see. But I do have one picture of us getting close to it. Post it. And so Post I mean it. this may be this may be, you know, spiking a ball at its head might be, you know, I mean, I am short, so I don't really know how high, you know, depending on where the net is, a high that how high the net is, I don't know how, you know, how great my spikes are gonna be. But you start know, practicing. It's going down May nineteenth, you know, there's gonna be a conglomerate of uh of of, of people and uh you know, from the challenge, May nineteenth, Yorkville, Illinois, from the Chicagoland area, come through. It's for a charity event. Um, it's for uh, DM Brown's MedGift, and um, you know, playing charity in her name and her memory. And uh, yeah, come through. Portion
1: of proceeds go to MedGift. Awesome. All right, let's let people know where they can challenge find us. Throwdown. online. Yep. Challenge yeah, Throwdown yeah. dot com is where you can find tickets for that. Also, Challenge Backlash Throwdown. Event backslash events or backslash just events. or just go to challengethrowdown.com and click on events. That's the way I like to do it. It's cleaner. It's nice. It's clean. Um, but also you can go to challengethrowdown.com to get info and tickets for Challenge Throwdown in New York City which is on June 2nd. We're running Challenge Mania Live in coordination with that so a lot of people having questions. Can you do both? Yes, you can. So the Throwdown events in the morning, the escape room, you can easily go to that. Then come stop over at Caroline's on Broadway at uh, 2 p.m. for the live show Challenge Mania Live featuring myself, Dee, Mark Long, and Emily Schron. And yes, there will be more as well. Surprise guests. Who knows if we're even going to tell you about those. But me, D, Emily, and Mark, that should be enough to get you in the door. Challengemania.live is where you can get tickets for that. And then, of course, they have the Throwdown event in the evening as well if you want to be partying with these guys all night. So uh, you know to go to challengemania.live for tickets to that. Um, you know to go to challengemania.shop. That's where you can get your I'm a Challenge Maniac t-shirt. DKO out of nowhere. Team Kara. If that clip fired you up the way it fired D up and me, Go to challengemania.shop and cop some team card gear today. Mark Long stuff. If you're coming to Challenge Mania Live, you want to show Mark Long that you love him. He's got a rule in the road since 1995 shirt, The Godfather. He's got a big uh, muscle shirt there as well. If you didn't come for me, you came for D. We got that T there for you too. And guys, there's free shipping through April 22nd to celebrate, to commemorate, or to make up for the dooming and the glooming that is Tax Day. We have free shipping on orders $45 and up up until April 22nd as a thank you to all you guys. Um, you can find us on Twitter at shot of Jaeger at Derek MTV on Instagram at Derek MTV at Jaeger underscore Scott on Facebook, facebook.com slash challenge mania podcast. And uh, D we've got a good guest coming up for Thursday, but we're going to keep it under wraps for now. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Well, they're, all, they're at this point, they're all good guests. And, uh, they are you know, all good guests. I, we, Let's we, be honest. We, even if you don't even for, if you
1: see the name and you're like, eh, these end up being good episodes for the most they're, part.
2: They're just all, they have so many stories. Everyone's so freaking weird and doing so many different things and they're you know, how, how they got to where we are today. I mean, the stories are just gonna be unbelievable anyway. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's all I got, buddy. That's all yeah. I got. Stay tuned tonight. I don't know what's gonna happen, but Ooh. it's
1: gonna be great. It's going to be good, but but dude, I got to thank you personally for making me now instantly super excited about tonight's episode. I can't wait to talk to you after it, bro. And you know where we're doing that? Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania. Sweet. you ever wanted to do your best impression of ct carrying johnny bananas around like a backpack on cutthroat well now you can with the m-pack the fully functional backpack that doubles as a weight training pack and our girl emily schramm is nice enough to hook up challenge mania listeners with 15 percent off your entire order just go to www.thempack.com mania and enter the code mania at checkout now, I know what you might be thinking. Scott, who do you think I am, Leonardo Decathlon? I'm not ready to carry an MPAC full of weights yet. I sit around listening to D all day and watching Vendetta's trailers. Well, MPAC also has really cool looking gear as well. They've got soft, comfy sweatpants, a really dope hat, t-shirts, and some other gear that looks good on everyone and makes awesome gifts for the active person or challenge fan in your life. So if you want to show some love to one of the nicest challenge competitors around, Emily Schram, and support the Challenge Mania podcast, all while scoring some sick new threads, workout gear, or backpacks in the process, go to wwwthempackcom mania. And remember to use the code MANIA to get 15% off your whole order. Not 10%, we're talking 15% off. Anybody who cops some gear sends D and I picky sporting it, we'll be sure to retweet you, shout you out on the show, and show you some love. Little
3: did I know that when I joined Kaiser Permanente that it would be on my top 10
0: list for what has made this year great. I can see my position, I can be referred to the lab, I can then be referred to the pharmacy, all in the same building. You, you've
3: got it all. I mean, it's, it's quality of care. It's compassion of care. It's convenience
1: of care. It's true. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.